Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here. How are you all doing? We are still in January 2021, the year. Well, I don't know what this year is going to look like, but I do know what I want it to look like, and that is to have a lot of grace. And we are going to really need to put some of the stuff into practice. And I've had to learn to do a few new things. So here's the deal. Yes, the technology is all at my fingertips, but do you know how some of us just struggle putting a new habit into place? And one of the things that I got used to doing this past, uh, I don't know, year or six months was you using the iCalendar on my actual desktop because I use it, I live by my iPad and I don't have one right now. Well, I got in the habit of that because that really, you know, things are on the desktop, away they go. And this year it's now the reminders. Because I am leaving uh, sticky notes all over my desk. And it's crazy town. I don't know about you guys, but I know it's there. It's right there on your phone. And there's some things I'm really good at doing. Like, for instance, I have a shopping app called Buy Me a Pie. Well, I have the paid for one because I share it with my husband and family sharing so that when I update two of the lists, it, it updates on his phone as well. So if he runs into Save on Foods, he knows that we're out of milk and can't come home and say, it wasn't on the list. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> and so that's worked really well for us. It's called Buy Me a Pie. I'm sure there's lots of other ones out there, but that one seems to work for us. But like I say, I think I pay the 10 or $15 a year and it, I share it with him. And that is a great way of keeping the household a little more organized. Well, my son's always at me because he's an IT guy, of course. So he lives on the whole concept of computer and devices, whereas I, at my age, am a paper person. I grew up with paper. So notebooks and notepads and shopping lists and sticky notes, they're all over the place. But I am struggling now keeping track of it all, and it makes a mess of my office. So when I got used to two years ago or a year and a half, maybe two years ago, realizing that the WhatsApp app for my phone had a desktop version... And when I was working on the two clients that I know live on that app, I would open it on my, because I have two nice big monitors, I would open it on the second monitor and just, you know, give it its little slice. And that way, instead of a million emails, I could just type out quick questions and nine times out of 10, the guys would get back to me right away because they live on these devices and they were used to it. A lot of things in our lives about putting new habits into place or about knowing yourself finding information out, getting a little training, and then changing your mind. So for me, yes, my iPhone has had the notes feature and the reminders feature and the calendar. Do you think my husband will use his calendar on his devices? No, he drives me crazy. (laughs) And we have a shared calendar in the family, which I'm like, I put it on the calendar. It's, oh, I, I don't ever look. How do you keep your life straight? So that one I got very used to using this last few years, very, very much so, especially when my memory started getting bad with my fibro. Years ago, I got used to using the calendar on my phone. And when a couple of years ago, my son synced everything to the cloud and just said, you know what, mom, 
not a dozen calendars use this one it's awesome because when i now i'm an iphone user in all fairness so just or for for um clarity in the fact that when i get a new phone or a new device i just log in and everything downloads automatically my lists all contacts all auto populate so i stayed off of the outlook calendars and the gmail calendars and stuck to the cloud the icloud and now they're all synced. Well, I've now got into my new habit for 2021 was to start using the reminders uh, things in that. The lists I use, I have one for, you know, cruising and places I go. I always create a new notes, a new li- uh, notes, sorry, on the iPhone. And most of the smartphones all have these features. Because that way, the next time I go, I can remember, oh, you know what? That was a good place to go for dinner or swimming. Make sure to pack these things. This place, I didn't need this even do it for our house in Penticton when I'm going to the, to the family vacation home. What do I need to pack next time? What do I need to take off the list? What's something every summer I should remember that we use at the beach? It is a great reminder. And really, I know some for some of you are going to be shaking your heads going, duh, and other people going, uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. And then there's kind of like, the in-between where it's like you're using a little bit of technology but not all of it and it's really hard to give up paper when you grow up with it let me tell you but I want my information the same everywhere and Monday to Friday I'm at usually in front of a computer at some point even if it's only for two hours so I really said to myself you need to get organized this year I'm probably a fairly what most people would consider a fairly organized person But technology changes and we need to use it in a manner that is good for us. Now, I still want to have the gentleman on uh, that talks about digital addiction. I still want to have Johan on the show and uh, get his, his input on some of these things on our devices. But let's leave that for another podcast and let's just talk about habits and using what you've got to work for you. Now, when my son was younger and was diagnosed with ADD, And I created lists, they were paper, and I taped it to his bathroom mirror every morning because he really struggled remembering more than one thing at a time. So the list was there. And I can't tell you the amount of people that would visit our house. And of course, his bathroom was the main bathroom. So anyone that visited was using the bathroom that my son used. His list was on the mirror. It really worked for us. Okay, that might not work for you. Or maybe it might. Maybe you need those sticky notes all over the place. It really depends on your habit-forming capability. I'm finding that devices work for me. In the number of years now, a couple years that I've had an iPad, I love my iPad. My phone is just a phone. But if I need to check something and my phone's all I've got on me, then I want to know that the information is still there that I might have entered on the computer or another device. So it's all linked to my iTunes account, to my iCloud. And I'm quite enjoying that. Now, the next thing I need to start using now is reminders. So I really want to start doing face yoga. (laughs) Yes, I bought the program like five months ago. It wasn't very expensive. But do you think I can work that into my schedule? No, no. I go to bed every night going, oh, I forgot again. And I'm on a networking call last week. And some one of the ladies said who I hadn't met before, she goes, oh, I set my reminder three times a day. Her phone actually goes off. I'm like, brilliant. Because I use those types of of, um, cues and reminders in other areas of my life. So sometimes we often get these blinders on and we just can't seem to change our course. 
Now, here's an example. Once something inside my home has had its lifespan and I'm going to replace it or it's worn out a little bit, I use it outside or on a deck or in or give it away or use it in another home. That took a lot for me to get used to because my generation was raised by my mother's generation where, you know, they left the slipcover still on the couches from the 60s. You know, it's like, no, it's not how I roll. I use my china when I want to. I drink out of the nice glasses. And when something wears out, I clean it or replace it. But the other thing too is if it still has life in it, I move it outside with the complete acceptance that it may only have a season or three and it will die in the weather and it will go in the garbage. But I was getting rid of it anyways. Do you see? Do you see how our minds just step in there and start putting up barriers that make no sense? But we have them and we have a really tough time changing or checking that behavior. So it is January 2021. It is the beginning of the year after we were locked down, after we were told to stay home, although we're still being told to stay home this year. I sometimes wonder if this is the biggest scam that was ever perpetrated on the human population, but I don't know that. But I keep an open mind about it because things aren't adding up. So while I'm wondering if things aren't adding up in the big world, I look in my own home, my own habits and say, what's not lining up here? What belief structure do I have in place that could be inhibiting me from creating a better habit or doing something in a slightly different way, streamlining something, re repurposing. I love the word repurpose and I love to repurpose. Okay. It only works if you slow down and look around left and right, up and down and get a bigger picture, stand back from the problem and sometimes get some input. So for instance, on a health note, I haven't really shared a lot of this yet other than a lot of my regular listeners know that I've de been dealing with some pretty debilitating pain. And we just had x-rays done of the hip and knee. It is not structural, which means I've got soft tissue damage or there is something else altogether. Now I need to go fight for an MRI for this area. Had it done on the neck already. It's showing exactly what they thought it was with the CT scan earlier back in September was I have narrowed canals where my nerves go through because bone growth has grown in there. And they kind of need to like rotor rooter it out. They need to clean it out uh, and give my, my nerves some more room to move because what happens is I sleep the wrong way. I pinch it, then I'm immobilized. My limbs go, my arms go numb on me all the time, especially when I'm sleeping. It's a pain, okay? So we're, we're, we're needing to find solutions for these things. And it's different than my fibro pain. And I have to laugh because, whoops, sorry guys. I blame everything on fibro. And, but this past year, my pain has been manifesting differently. And my girlfriends noticed and said, you know what? We need to talk to Shelly. They admitted to me later. They had a conversation amongst themselves. We need to talk to her and find out if there's something else going on because it's presenting itself differently. And sure enough, yes, I seem to be riddled with, uh, which one is it? Osteoarthritis. We're doing blood tests to make sure it's not rheumatoid, but it's a little late in my life for, to, for it to be rheumatoid at this point, but it's hard to say. And so I have to kind of look at my supplements and my way of life move through some of the pain because joints need to move. They need lubrication. Being stationary does not help arthritis, believe it or not, if you didn't know that already. So digging out the books on reversing arthritis, 
you know, looking into new paths. But the nice thing is when I check in with my girlfriends and say, okay, here's what the test results, blah, blah, blah. Some of my girlfriends have been through this already. They're like, you need to do this now because this is what happened to me. We didn't know. We waited five years. I had to have a hip replacement because a soft tissue tear wasn't diagnosed properly with an MRI. I'm like, cool. All righty, I'm on it. Doctors are phoning on Monday. I love this new uh, telephone stuff. I think there's a lot of things that we go into a doctor's office for that were just were not needed. Sometimes you do need to see your doctor face to face, but COVID has really changed a lot of things that I thought needed to change in our society to begin with. So I may not be, this is my opinion, folks. After doing research, I don't necessarily believe in the entire story that's being told to the public, but I keep a very open mind about it. And there were a lot of things that we just were kind of dumb about. People would go to work sick. Stay home. Uh, so I love that doctors do a lot of phone stuff now and I don't have to always go into an office to get a prescription refilled or to have a chat about something. I love that there's uh, some plexiglass barriers between people that serve the public all day long because they are exposed constantly to germs. I'm glad that people have to realize that washing your hands is important. Okay. We got a lot of, it stunned me how many people were very lax about that. I am not one of them. I'm a bit of a freak, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but it just, to me, I was raised with, you know, good hygiene. So it's common sense. Our hands touch everything. So keep them washed. I walk in the house from being out in the world. I wash my hands before I move around my own house. Not a big fan of, you know, uh, the sanitizer all the time. Because I believe we need germs to build a really good immune system. But there were lots of things that have changed. And I'm glad we were, we seem to get into just like we do in our own lives. And that's why I bring it up. As a culture, we as well got ourselves into patterns. Doesn't matter what country you live in, the cultures may be different, but they are unique to you and your, your country. And the fact that we don't question enough. Oh, it's just the way it was always done. Okay, fair enough. Does it still need to be done that way? Do we need to think of it differently? And the easiest thing to do for you to know if you, yes or no is to stand back until the issue in front of you is basically the size of, I don't know, let's a glass of water sitting on the table and your peripheral vision is the size of a football field around that glass of water. Then you can start looking to say, you know, what else is in the picture that I'm not noticing? Now, for me, it's kind of funny. So here's just a little segue. Everyone approaches life a little differently. So I'm over at a girlfriend's and she lives alone. So she's allowed to have this in her circle. And she's been feeling very, very alone during all of this COVID. I believe in responsibility. So I don't go out into the world every day wearing a dirty mask. I just don't go out into the world because my health is my responsibility. And so I keep my circle small and I don't go out unnecessarily, but I follow the money because that's my background. My girlfriend next door follows the food chain because that's always what she's concerned about. You know, we are organically, you know, how are things, you know, she's just a huge one on the non-GMO and following Monsanto all these years. The girlfriend I was visiting, she follows, uh, what, uh, how would I describe it? She follows the virology. She's all about the health. That's what I'm looking for. She's about the health of people. And 
it's not like I'm totally against vaccines, but I'm definitely against over-vaccination and I'm certainly against a vaccine that has only just been hmm, conveniently rolled out uh, to a virus that should be na naturally occurring. I'm just saying, something to think about. So we come at this, the world right now in very different ways. Like I say, I follow the money. So for me, people going into work sick, my 28 years in accounting, drives me nuts because I know for a fact following stats for HR, human resources and businesses, that billions of dollars are lost every year due to sick days. And yes, they're abused sometimes and people are just hung over calling sick. But the worst one is that sick people go to work and make other people sick and now the whole office has come down with it. And yet we have this a do or die mentality coming out of the 90s, you know, go, go, go. If you don't, if you're not giving 110%, working 65 hours a week for a 40 hour job, a week job, you know, you're going to lose your job. You're not, you're, you're not going to advance. So instead we do dumb behavior. And it really, really surprises me how little that was taken into effect and how quickly the pendulum swung now that COVID was introduced. Everyone's completely the opposite now. You know, we're all shut in. We're all shut-ins. It's like there needs to be some comments, some, you know, a little bit of middle ground there. But we went from one end of the spectrum to the other. That kind of change of way of thinking, I appreciate. Think twice about going into a place of business sick. Think twice about washing your hands before you, after you've been out in the world and walk into your own home. Just some common sense things that we really didn't have common sense about anymore. We just didn't. I love the fact that my doctor now phones me. She just want me in her office. Personally, I bet I need to go to a doctor's office about one out of every 20 visits. Other things are easily handled over the phone. So these kind of things I'm, I'm loving. Okay. So it's big picture. And putting in habits that are, make common sense and keeping an open mind. So my new open mind thing was here for me was utilizing more of my smartphone features. They sync up to all my devices. Thank heavens I have an IT geek for a son. Then secondly, reminders. Things that my phone will beep off. Now, yours may be the post-it note trick is going to work for you. Uh, there might be different ways of handling it. So please be clear that when I talk about... Why I'm a habits expert is I understand the need that habits need to be different for people and their different lifestyles. But you need to use what works for you. For me, electronics work. For my 80-year-old mother, they're not going to work. She's not computer tech savvy. She can hardly um, run her 10-year-old iPad for crying out loud. So I'm certainly not going to set the calendar up, which I did last year, and regret it fully. Yeah, that was not a good thing. She needs to be told personally, and she likes to write it on her paper calendar in the office. Know yourself. It is really how we need to deal with things. So, like I mentioned, I was on this networking thing, put, the, uh, put a reminder on, let it buzz off. I need to find the best way and the best place. I don't have an iPad right now. I do not like doing things on my phone, other than unless I absolutely have to. My phone is a phone. But a dinging of a reminder, if I'm at a computer and I can do the face yoga there, yay team. Let's, let's run with that. Okay. Now this is funny. I actually recorded this podcast yesterday and was editing it this morning. 
And it's been an eventful day. So the fun part, though, just before I forget, is my girlfriend stopped in after the event of this morning that involved the new puppy. And that was she brought me uh, her old Android Galaxy tablet. And she had taken it back to factory settings, set it up for me. I just love her right now, <laughs> even more than I normally love her. And it's so nice of her because I really have been missing this tablet. I realize I might have a bit of an addiction to my iPad. And when I replace my iPad, it will be an iPad Pro and it'll be larger because I'm going to use it, replace it like my laptop that needs replacing. And that's a little bit big. But you know what? When I'm up just making dinner and I quickly want to Google something or find a recipe or we're talking and I, I don't do those things on my phone. I just, I know other people do, but I've got a small phone and now my books are all here again for me to read. So what I have to be careful about is keeping the electronics out of the bedroom at night. So the past month, that has been wonderful. I've had to go back to paper books. So now I've got to keep that habit in place. So I sleep better and keep the blue light out of my brain. And But I do have a tablet now, not an iPad, but that's fine because I have a Gmail account and I had a Galaxy account, in fact, or Samsung account because we have smart a smart TV in this house. So we went to set up the tablet. It was all there for me. My email address linked everything. So I was like, cool. So I'm pretty happy right now. The puppy. You gotta love, you just, you know what, lots of adventures this year. Six months old, she gets out of the backyard. Now she is not microchipped yet. We're not fixing her till she's a, a, a year. And I don't even have it registered with the city yet because she doesn't leave the house. Well, she did today. And not only do I have in a neighborhood that's one way in, one way out. So it's a nice big circle. I figured she might have gone and got down the road. We don't know how she got out. I've walked the perimeter. So that's my husband's job when he get, gets home to figure out how she got out. Uh, but she walked up the street out of the neighborhood onto the busy road that leads into my neighborhood. And that is very dangerous. She's lucky she's alive, actually. Uh, animal control said they found her, uh, in the middle of the river road, barking at all the cars. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't know what they are and she's car stupid. She's only six months old and everyone that she knows in the neighborhood, like in our own driveway stops for her. So this is amazing that people were kind enough to stop, pull over, call for help. And this all happened in under half an hour. Animal control must've been out there somewhere, my next door neighbor who was helping me look, went off to work. I guess he saw the van, flagged them down, said, hey, got a little black puppy in there. And they're like, yeah, come here. I know the house. Because she didn't have her collar on. She hasn't been microchipped yet. Because uh, I was going to do all that in, in six months when I when I um, fix her. And the collar, sometimes it's, she, it's not on her at night. So Anyways, all working against me. She gets microchipped on Friday. <laughs> That's the first thing. She's now registered with the city, so I'll have to start paying her her doggy fee, which was fine. I was just going to do it with my property taxes in, in July again. Everything was about July. Gave me a small heart attack, and I just was very reminded that there were still a lot of really great people in the world. They could have ignored that dog. They She could have gone out there and got hit. And my puppy could have died. And that isn't what happened. So I just want to show a little gratitude and remind you all, there are good people out there. I know sometimes that the media and stories and gossip right now is all the negative. Fear and people gossiping about how their neighbors turned in somebody for having family over and complaining and watching our governments just do crazy illegal things in so many countries you know what, big pharma, the medical, all of it can be very daunting. But don't let 
anyone convince you that there is not good in the world and that you are alone because you are not. Okay? So I've got some things to work through with my body pain and the arthritis and uh, I'm heading off to actually the the kinesiologist here in half an hour to try and give me a little more uh, relief. They gave me lots with the Prolo injection shots last time. I'm moving a lot more freely in my whole body, but this the specialized or, or localized areas now are really standing out so we can maybe work a little more intensely on those areas, give you some more relief and, uh, and keep moving forward. Life is not easy. It is a battle. I really truly think life is just a series of problems to be solved. Uh, just like the movie, that Mars movie, you solve another problem and eventually you get to come home. Uh, that's kind of how I look at a little bit like our time here on earth and these bodies. I'm very open to the fact that this isn't all there is. First of all, I was raised as a Christian, so I've always believed in heaven, but I believe even a broader spectrum of that. So I'm going to bring Marie, uh, Marine St. Germain on the show here in the next little while. Re, uh, her book, Waking Up in 5D, talks about, you know, getting out of three-dimensional thinking, going into fifth-dimensional thinking, being, being more in observation mode versus judgment mode. And the fact that, you know, the globe is alchemizing a lot of dark energy and it's been running around for a couple thousand years, a little out of control, a little out of check. And where I find it interesting is when you start opening yourself up to these types of things. Oh, so just to finish that thought, I apologize. If our souls are eternal and our spirits don't die, then this little 80-year stint down here can't be it. That's, that's just my logical mind saying, there's just, there's got to be more. And my husband and I started watching the uh, Netflix series, The Alienist, and it's from 1897. And I do find it interesting while I'm watching the show and watching the corruption and the 400, the, the affluent families that literally get away with murder. Uh, JP Morgan's in it. He's power hungry. He's trying to control the mobs for no other reason than to have a com um, complacent workforce. He says that right at the show. And women are trying to get the vote and all of these really neat historical things that really, I'm looking at the world around me and I'm going, not much different than right now, really. So I find these types of things have a different uh, meaning, observation, awareness, that's a better word, not meaning awareness for me now than they did before I really made an effort to look inside and start to work on myself. So I encourage you, come along for the ride. Come along for the ride. Message me because I'm really thinking, guys, that we're going to open up um, or, or yeah, when I say open up, it's because I've created the High Functioning Habits private Facebook group. And I'd like to go play in there and uh, have people to interact with. So if that's something that interests you, just drop me a quick message on Instagram, Living Well with Shell. It is now linked to the Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda Facebook page, not the Living Well with Shell one. Reach out, like things, um, leave a review, share with your friends. If you get inspiration from this, know that there is someone else out there just like you that is looking to know that we're in it together. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www 
instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.